And then the last uh, piece in here is, is increases transparency in labor management relations, labor dash management relations, which means um, that basically it will be easier to research union busters. The company is going to be Fuck required yeah. to post uh, people's labor rights from the NLRA uh, and actually disclose contracts with consultants hired to persuade employees on how to exercise their rights. And the persuade is a very important word because union busters, <laughs> we call them union busters here, but legally they're called persuaders. Yeah. And they should also be legally forced to uh, list themselves as a union buster in their Facebook career section, right <laughs> under where it says they attended the school of hard knocks. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. Take Boom. that out of your profile. Anyone? <laughs> Seriously? Yeah, if you still have that in there, oh my god, what fucking year is it? When did that even start? Like putting in school of hard knocks was that like that's I think, like the I birth think the first of time Facebook. I heard that was literally from your dad. <laughs> Probably. I'm going to be honest, that checks out. Um, <laughs> All right, so this legislation would be great. It would actually be super meaningful change in people's working conditions and actually yes. do a lot to combat the things that we talk about very often on this podcast. Yes. Um, obviously, imperfect. It needs to, like, I would prefer a dual power bill, but uh, it's pretty- Oh, how do you get that? I think you need a lot more guns to propose a dual power bill <laughs> right? than the people who wrote this have. Yeah, no, but this, that's the thing is, like, as soon as they're, they're like, these are, this is what's on the table, I'm no longer, like, this, these are the concessions. Right, right. <laughs> well, yeah, that, I mean, it's also, like, the way, the way that I want to think of this is, like, the same way that I think Bernie Sanders put everything into perspective for me, which was like during that time where there was like a glimmer of hope that Bernie would win. I was like, okay, John, you have to remember, even if he wins, it's not enough. You then have to fight a fight from there and make it even more intense. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, that's the lesson that I, I think the American working class is kind of learning, which is that like, you can never ever take your foot off the gas because the ruling class that is opposing you, they have a, uh, a cement brick on the gas. They, they yeah. are physically incapable They've of not trying to exploit you. They've actually automated that vehicle and, <laughs> That's right. and kicked you out on the fucking street with no food. You are driving an, <laughs> an older model Dodge Charger directly at a Gundam, and you better be going real fucking fast if you want to <laughs> win this fight. So I wanted to quit. I was like looking up this bill, and there was, I think, halfway down the Google results, it was... Um, like a case against the uh, pro act. And then, so I, and my title for this is right wing talking points against the act. Um, right. This is things that they've said. They said uh, it puts workers private information at risk. Now I think that, that it will specifically because what ha they're, they're using this as a, the union gets your information. They know your wages. Now the, this is, this is like basically meaning that as they're going to email you at 3 AM <laughs> with spam links for 30% off Crocs. Yeah. I don't know what the, the, the threat I, is. And it's also like, how is a, how is a fucking unions information security? Any, like automatically less impressive than a company's like every time you hear about a data breach, it's like a major company. Like your data is just not safe in the first place. Yeah. You may as well give it to someone who's trying to help you versus someone who's trying to exploit you. Yeah. Uh, point two requires workers to pay dues to a union as a condition of employment. But oh, I, they no, don't, they don't, ref they don't put in there that like the alternative is right to work legislation. 
Yes. Well, and like it's 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 very similar to the Bernie Sanders thing, right? Where like everybody was pressuring him about you're going to Mr. Sanders, you're going to raise taxes to pay for your Medicare for all plan, aren't you? And he's like, "Yes, but obviously the vast majority of people are going to save way more money on their healthcare expenses than they're going to pay in taxes." So, it's still a net positive dollars in the bank for American citizens, but people just like could not wrap their fucking heads around that because they're like, "Oh, tax is bad." So it's the same thing with the union. Like I, I heard this when I got a, a job that I only worked for a couple of weeks, actually. Um, but when I was hired, they were like, you know, you can join the union or you don't have to hear the pros and the cons, but we really suggest you don't because they're going to take money out of your paycheck. And it's like, yeah, but then they're going to earn, they're going to, they're going to fucking bargain for more money in the paycheck in the first place to a degree that will easily cancel out the union dues that I have to pay them. Yeah. So that's, all, but that's like, always the case. Yeah, but I just don't understand. Like, it, it's like people people can understand dues bad or taxes bad, mm-hmm. but they can't understand a two part reasoning where it's like sometimes you have to do something that is kind of distasteful to get something that more than makes up for it. And right. that and is under, just like a under bridge capitalism. Too far. You think it'd be a little bit clearer? It's like, oh, so what I did was I I bought something, and then my yeah. life got better. Exactly. It's like an investment. <laughs> it's literally a fucking investment it's, it's, in yeah. your future to put it in capitalist terms. And yet people cannot wrap their fucking well, heads Well, dues are initially done as a way of almost like mutual aid towards a union uh, exactly. in order to uh, keep uh, keep pushing for workers' rights. That's I've, I've explained it before. It actually initially started with um, mine workers, and they wanted more people to have unions, and so they like volunteered to put money together so that they could hire organizers to go and get more people in the union. God, that's so badass. I'm getting chills <laughs> just thinking about that right? energy. Uh, it's The next one is changes the definition of joint employment in order to ease union organizing. This is the uh, the Prop 22. One. Oh yeah, I remember I I was going over this list and you said, "Oh, joint employment." Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, joint employment isn't that when I uh, work with a big J sticking out of my mouth? Sounds <laughs> like hope. a good time to me. Yeah. <laughs> I um, forgot I was supposed to tell that joke. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> and then the definition of employee to increase the pool of employees eligible for unionization again with the <laughs> ant- with the Prop 22 stuff. It's actually kind of amazing how terrible the whole prop 22 thing is oh yeah Um, god it's a travesty i mean my fucking heart goes out to anybody who's a gig economy worker in california y'all are getting incredibly fucked right now plus the state is like continuously on fire this next one is really funny impose government mandated arbitration to dictate employment terms on first negotiations (laughs) holy fuck you literally you literally have forced arbitration agreements then the next one is Promote card check organizing. Oh, scary card check organizing. A process that forces union representation on workers without secret ballot elections. A specter (laughs) is haunting the United States of America. The specter of card check organizing. (laughs) It's the specter of being represented by a union. That's it. Yeah. Well, it's, it's like the specter of being represented by a union more quickly than the law already allows. Like that's yeah. supposed to be terrifying is that the well, union might, well, I mean, I guess it is like if you accept all of their premises that a union is bad for all these reasons, the sooner they take power, the sooner it will be this big, scary thing. But that's like, 
doesn't that just give away the game of right wing logic, which is like uh, assert an a priori principle that has no grounding in anything whatsoever. And then every argument that you have going forward refers back to that principle, which again yeah. is made up and is not supported by any evidence. It's Ben Shapiro logic. Um, it is. You just talk fast and pray to God. Yeah. This last <laughs> one is, um, is actually really like, Two faced. It's it's beyond two faced compared to the other ones. It says deny workers the opportunity to receive vital information on org on the organization that will represent them. Well, for one, we actually re- if we remember what I said before, there actually it requires the company to po- post people's rights. So if anything, right. it actually gives people vital information about orga- about the organization and like the way that labor organizing works. But then what they actually mean is that they want to be able to do union busting. That is exactly. that is them saying that. Well, wait, we can't do cat. We can't force people into captive audience meetings anymore. Like th- that's the whole list. Well, that and is, it's also that it's is the right wing's talking points against this. It's just completely dishonest as well. Like the idea that as soon as there's a union, the company will no longer be able to tell the employees about what the union is and in that it's doing. That's just a lie. That's just a fucking lie. There's no power that a union has. I mean, like they can stop the company from doing illegal things, but if the the company wants to sit around and criticize the union to the employees, they're still free to do that. (laughs) It's a fucking lie. It's not true. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So that is, I mean, I don't know. I think that that, that covers so much. I, I yeah. mean, if anything, that could have been like the whole episode and it almost was, um, it almost was, it was a huge chunk of it, but yeah. Th- thanks for sticking around. We're going to get to a couple other stories real quick. It was really important material, honestly. Yeah. And even though it has a very, very low chance of becoming any kind of law, I think it's important to go over stuff like this to get an idea for like what kinds of specific protections and provisions can we give American workers going forward, you yeah. know, outside of maybe having an armed revolution to secure those rights, which I'm also, I also support, but like, mm-hmm. you know, I just don't think it's on the immediate horizon. 